0: Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hi, everyone. I'm Cece, grateful, recovering, compulsive, overeater, restrictor, exercise bulimic, uh, perfectionist, all of that, I um, am so grateful. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for asking me to share today. And um, I I guess uh, to qualify, um, I've been in OA about six years and uh, January 16th, I will have five years of abstinence from dieting. Um, And I have a a, a food plan of three meals a day, two optional snacks. and I think those things are like the least interesting things about my program. Um, I, I, just for the newcomers and for anyone who um, keep, who might be struggling today, um, just please keep coming back. I, I think the most interesting thing about my program is how much I've come to rely upon other people. it's like, I really need you. So just please keep coming back. Um, and if you don't hear anything in my share that is helpful or applies, then like check it. Who cares? This is this is your recovery. Maybe the next person will say something that inspires you or like sparks that God in you. So you know, um, I'm just so glad that you're here, and thank you for being a part of my recovery. I um, I. My life has been changed in these last like five years, and um, I guess I guess I'll start with just the. Uh, experience strength and hope but I always just like to start with gratitude because I'm just amazed I couldn't it's amazing um I uh I am from I don't think I was born a compulsive overeater I think I um just come from a um a family and I live in a world that uh has always felt a little sharp for me Um, my family systems I was raised outside of Seattle in the 80s um and uh, just in from a, a black family and the Pacific Northwest in the United States, um, the history of just a lot of hurt and pain, and I um, I really do think everyone it's a miracle of recovery that i can say that i think everyone was doing the best they can and i can tell you it's a testament of the 12 steps because that is not where i was 10 years ago when i started my recovery program at different i was my whole attitude through my 20s was if that was the best you could do really you couldn't have tried a little harder but now as a testament of the 12 steps and being in an oa i can say i think everyone was doing the best they could in the circumstance that life had given them and what that looked like was the adults around me trying to control everything about me to protect me from just the systemic things in the world, um, including like racism and sexism and, um, and bodyism and colorism to help me to survive. And what that looked like was, um, I'm really tall and I have darker skin and my sister's short and skinny and small. And, um, and it looked like adults just trying to get me to be like quieter. Um, it looks like the use of um, uh, physical abuse or sexual abuse or shame to sort of dampen down my natural exuberance because of this fear that this little girl would grow up to be a, a woman who would not be able to survive in the world. Um, like if you weren't tough, um, if you didn't have your skills sharpened If you, if I wasn't like the best at school, or the sweetest, or the nicest, then then maybe things would go bad, and um, because that's all they could see, and uh, a way that, another way that to combat that was also using food to soothe, um, for everyone, but also uh, using um, control of the body to also control the outcomes of the world. So on one hand, it's just like, yeah, food makes me feel better. Food makes me, with with food, it is the blanket, it is the salve that makes all of the shame and the feeling like an outsider in my own family and in the community, it makes it all just go away. But also in my own family, like if you are skinny, if you are quiet, if you are perfect, everything's perfect on the outside, then you're protected. Um, and so that was the, the two different messaging that I got uh, growing up and that I, I, I feel like I really made work for me. Definitely character defects now. I can see it. But at the time, oh, thank you. I hear that. Um, it really worked. I, it, it got me very far. I had, I had friends. I wasn't popular, but I knew enough, enough people. You know, just those social metrics that we think are important growing up. And then suddenly I'm also an adult who's trying to make those social metrics of like, be really thin, make everyone like you. Trying to morph my personality and who I am to fit the needs of all of the people in the boxes on the screen that I see, that, that was me. Um, and I, I made it all work on the outside but on the inside I was miserable. I could vacillate easily between lots of eating to lots of dieting and exercising. And that praise I got for, for losing lots of weight was just like number one um, for a long time. And so I would bounce back between the two of those things. And um, that was really boring. And, but it also seemed very important. And I've, I've gotten up really high on the scale and I've also then hit my, um, my goal weight as well. And I try not to focus too much on the numbers because the numbers make me insane. Um, they become, they're never filling. They're never enough. Uh, they don't make any sense to me. The idea that math should be linear and that it should work like calories in, calories out, but it doesn't work like that. And I made that my higher power and I made people my higher power. And I hit my goal weight and I absolutely could not function in the world. Um, I didn't know how to eat. I didn't know how to relate to other people. And um, how I arrived in program was I followed a friend in who was already in program and I asked her one day, will this program help me to stop hating myself? And she said, just give it a try. And um, I started going to meetings I, and I didn't quite understand. I did not quite understand um, how it would work Um, until I heard a woman share her story and it was so similar to mine and about how the food behaviors and were really behaviors to fix life and to calm trauma and that made sense to me Um, and so I just kept coming back and I kept coming back and I kept coming back and I kept sitting through the awkwardness of oh my gosh again no one in the rooms looks like me but I relate and I hear their stories in a way that I never heard stories before. So what I love about our program. People come and they are vulnerable and they share about what's really going on. And I came to believe that, like, oh my gosh, like I don't understand how a man who doesn't look like me or a woman who looks like she's perfect and has everything could feel and be the same way I, I am. But I I really needed to hear that. I kind of started to break down some of my own um prejudices and beliefs about how people are um, to realize, oh my gosh, I really am surrounded by human beings who feel the same way I am. And it's taken a long time. Like I've been here for a while and I, I'm just like a kindergartner compared to some people who've been here. Um, and how cool is that? One, A, you don't know ever graduate, but two, like when people, I love hearing people shares because when people who've been in program for a while and they've really got their recovery, and, they've, and they've, they're happy, joyous, and free and are still struggling in their real life. Like that's what I need to hear to be like, all right, you can still on one hand, hold a great life and, I'm a, and a recovered life and still struggle and know that you're gonna be okay. And so I really, th- those are the type of shares that kept me coming back um, and ha- helped me to really connect with people um, to really pull myself out. Um, I started working the steps with the sponsor. And it took me four years to work all 12 steps. But so if anyone's like, it, it, you can go slow, it's fine. Just keep going. Um, and it's in the steps that it's in the steps. I like literature meetings um, that ground me in our program. And in the recovery, I hear something different every time. Um, I've started doing service. I got service positions at every meeting just to keep me coming back because I would just want to stay home and, um, Oh, thank you, Sophie. Um, I would just want to stay home and these were in the days before zoom. Like I really had to get in my car and go places in the Los Angeles traffic is terrible but like you, I make a commitment to the group and the group expects me to be there. And I make a commitment to the newcomer. Like you can't be literature person and not show up for the newcomer. They need a newcomer packet. Um, and so that really kept me in their rooms. Um, and at some point in like in year four, I've had, I've experienced like tons of grief in these rooms and I've been able to share about it. Um, the desperation got so deep that I couldn't keep holding on to it. And you all were there for me. And I don't even mean, to, I mean, like it wasn't you on my screen, but it was you. Um, and this program really helped me to just, I feel like I'm starting to grow up as a human being in this program. I used to hear people say that and I was like, that's not true, but it's like, I can show you me because of these 12 steps and because of, a trust in the group and a trust in my higher power. And the fact that OA has never dropped me, the community of OA has never dropped me Um, and has only wrapped its arms around me and loved me. And that has helped me put down the food and to keep, to not diet. Like the truth I know for sure is that OA as a program of recovery holds me and nurtures me and helps me to grow my relationship with my higher power and face every single day. Dieting is a lie and it is not reality. And it is a, an abusive act against myself and against everyone else. Cause believe me, I'm not the person to be around when, I'm, when I was in dieting head. Um, and so I just, I, I am so grateful for this program. Um, I'm so grateful that I'll, I, I'm almost at five years I know it's, and it's, I'm so grateful that it's one day at a time. And it's sometimes it's five minutes at a time. Sometimes it's one minute at a time. Um, I'm really grateful for the way that these 12 steps have helped me to deal with life. Um, so that going so much more than just the food. It is helping me deal with my relationships with my, my family members, my own thousand forms of fear that wake me up in the morning. Um, I love the way I used to not like phone calls. I love the way I will get calls from fellows right when I need them. Or I opened my phone yesterday and a fellow's contact information was right on top. I didn't click that, I didn't do that, but it it was right there. And I was like, okay, God, I guess you want me to call. Like just amazing things happen in my life because I'm a part of this community. Um, I can make choices and do things in my life because of this community. And I'm just so, so grateful that you all are here and that, I love that I'm in Oakland this morning, but in my living room at the same time. Like, what's that? I love that I can, I can make a call and call anyone on your phone list, And and I don't have to even share about how the food is going. I can share about how life is going. And I can do life because of OA. And that and I can do life better because of all of you. Um, and Sophie, was that the end of my time? I have two more minutes. Okay. I'm going to um, it for, say for anyone who is turned off by the idea of like, I use the word God as a, as a placeholder for higher power because that's what I believe. But honestly, you don't have to do that. Don't let that word scare you. They really, it, everyone really does mean it when they say it's a higher power of your own choosing. Um, I grew up with a lot of shame for not believing or feeling the same way all my friends did, who all went to church. And I held that shame until I was in adulthood. No one else actually really cares about what your higher power is. They just want you to have one and to know that that higher power is not me. Like, that's the important part. Like, I am not the puppet master, I am not the director. Um, I feel in a way that my higher power is like, My higher power is loving. My higher power is the exact opposite of that voice in my head that says, you should be doing this. Um, And I also think, I do feel like a big part of it is like my higher power is that energy that knits us together as a community. So I just encourage you if you are new or if you're struggling to just continue your search. Um, Also this program, it really is about progress, not perfection. I used to not believe that I was like, that's not true. Everything's about perfection. No, no, it is. It really is. And I think also a big part of it is about self-compassion. It really is about self-compassion. I used to just want to know how to wear your recovery, but really when it, at the end of the day, it's about doing that. It's about working my own recovery. And a big part of that is loving myself no matter what. Even when I feel like you didn't do that, right. Being able to be like, No, it's okay. It is really, really, really okay. And just one last miracle. I went to the doctors and I found out that I've, I've gained a significant amount of weight in recovery. And the day before that, and the morning after that, I still was like, I think I look good. I still really love the body that I actually have and how it works. And that is recovery. That is absolute recovery. I don't have to believe what magazines tell me anymore. I get to live in reality and sort of love all of this reality. And so that's a miracle. And so please stick around for the miracles. Thank you for letting me share.